Hey everybody, it's Trish Rubin, and welcome to the Blur and Blend. I've been thinking about doing a podcast on my own, and I don't know, I just got some time, and I had a great week, and I thought, well, let me take over the Blur and Blend for myself, and let me share a little bit with you. I have a podcast that's going to drop this week with my great colleague and friend, Annalie Killian from Sparks and Honey, but uh As we wait for that to happen, I thought maybe I'd talk to you a little bit about personal branding. So let's do that. And the reason why I'm doing that is I had a great week and a great opportunity to use my personal brand and then to teach personal brand. And those of you who have been in my class, you know that uh, it's a topic that I talk to you from the minute I meet you. And it's my call to action. Believe in this day and age when we have to be H2H, human to human, right? Or we have to join uh, Team Human, as I've heard about this week. Uh, Wow, we need to have a a strong brand, strong knowledge of ourselves. And it's not a new idea. I found something to use in a, a future keynote that's from the first century. And although I can't read what's written under it, it apparently says, know thyself. Humans have been trying to do this for quite a long time. This isn't something that we've just decided we're going to take up in the 21st century. <laughs> so uh, welcome to the class. And let's, let's make it a, a personal brand ideation session. So let me start with the story of Ben Franklin. When I do this in the classroom, I I show the Ben Franklin uh, photo. Of course, there were no cameras to take it, but it it almost looks like a a current photo, and it's a a black and white sketch of uh, about five old white men. (laughs) And uh, although now we sort of feel like, you know, we came from that, from just old white men, and we think, wait a minute, are we still there? Uh, we know we're making progress, and a lot of the progress that we make around the idea of being accepting of others and diverse uh, populations uh, does come from people who understand who they are, and they share it with us. And when Ben Franklin first caught my eye at the, out of the history classes that I took, what I was most interested in him is the story of how he was able to share his brand and he did that at a young age he used that to his advantage his ability to tell his story he was uh, an artist at making relationships and in a book that i read many years ago actually called pulled uh, it was the story of ben franklin uh, being pulled along by people whom he met and saw his true brand and that's before blackberry (laughs) a smartphone he he was able to influence the way any influencer today (laughs) kim kardashian ben franklin had you beat years and years ago so uh, keeping up with ben franklin was uh impossible for a lot of people because he was such a a strong man and he understood how to use his voice and tell his story and that's what a brand is about a personal brand for yourself is the same thing that we see products and services trying to do is uh, differentiate themselves and tell their story. So let me just quickly talk to you about 
how I'm going to make you rich out of this podcast. Yeah, I'm going to share some wealth with you. And it's the wealth of personal brand success that comes from two kinds of capital. The first is human capital. And the second is social capital. And if you do that, if you look after those two forms of capital, you'll be able to build a legacy brand. And I know that to be true. I see it in myself. And as I was preparing for the work I I did at LIM this week with a great group of international young women who want to go into marketing, uh, I pulled out some old slide presentations and I saw myself in 2010 and 2011 talking about myself as uh, a personal brand and using the word spark, which many of you know is my word, and I actually thought to myself, when did I really start using that word? I had the answer. In 2010, I began to talk to my uh, talk to people about the fact that I felt that I was there to to spark their relationships so that their brands could grow and develop. So it was really part of my pitch for business, but it, it was who I was. So um, if you have that legacy attitude, what you do with your brand today may get extended and may change, but. I really think that the essence of who you are will remain the same. So if you're 21 and you say to yourself, I think this is my power, I'd say maybe in the next 10 years, you'll see that that can be also true about you in 10 years. There'll be things that will influence it, but when you find your core power word, uh, my feeling is if you've chosen well, it's going to be your friend for life. So welcome to this little bit of 101 branding on personal brand. And let's get back to this idea of making you rich through capital. So your human capital uh, is what your skill set is. So for anyone who is trying to advance themselves on LinkedIn, you're familiar with people listing their skill set. And that is referred to as your human capital. And we all have it, and we all look alike and (laughs) and have it. What distinguishes us is another kind of capital. It's social capital. And the social capital comes when you develop a brand. Because once you know who you are, and you can communicate it, and keep in mind Ben Franklin, he was pulled along by people who saw him and knew who he was. He built his career his life story, his reputation, and he changed the the world here in the United States, especially, also got involved a lot in France. (laughs) But he did that because of this idea of social capital. And what is it? It's It's a benefit. And that's what brands are all about, right? Not just features, benefits. It's a benefit that you get from the collective experience that you have in the way you relate to people. And once upon a time, the people who had social capital, they were really simply rich people. In New York, they were the Astors and the Macy's and the Vanderbilts and the Rockefellers. They were the A-listers of their day. But now, because of digital, you can be an A-lister. And if you're not, you can be an A-lister with your small network instead of being an A-lister like the Kardashians, but you can influence people, build relationships, create connectivity, and make yourself a better version of yourself 
through social capital. So thanks to digital, a personal brand can help you build that that social capital. It's, it's an engine for you to grow and improve as you start the journey to really thinking about who you are. If you're young, you, this may be the beginning of that journey. If you're more mature, maybe you're trying to refresh or remind yourself of who you are. So the first thing I want to make sure is to get you rich in that sense of knowing human capital is, is what people have their skill sets. And also beware, as I said earlier, this idea of a human brand and H2H at the time of automation and robots. It's going to be very important for you to be able to communicate your human capital. And then that wealth that you can build through social capital, through the benefit that you provide in ways that no one else does. So let's move to what I like to use as the foundation for any time I talk to anyone about branding. I work out of this power of three, the attentional power of three. We don't live in an age where there's uh, enough time for anything and we're challenged. This is the age of attention. Younger people seem to be able to manage it better. They can multitask and, and they can divide their attention. But even when your attention is divided, you still feel overloaded. I just recently heard this, this saying that when we're challenged with attention, it's tough for us because so much is coming out of us and a lot of times we retreat to that fight or flight feeling of the lizard brain or the, the primitive brain uh, and so we get overwhelmed. So it's almost like all of the branding that we take in, all of the advertising, all the messaging we take in is helping us like in a race to the bottom uh, of your of your brain uh, cortex <laughs> and and you start to you know see that panic of wow this is too much so what I like to try to do is when I talk to people about building a brand and right now let's talk about your personal brand three powerful ways to think about it your image what do you promise and What's the result of that promise? Where do you showcase that? So image defining who you are and, and what makes you uh, part of a tribe, let's say, so people know who you are. So if you want to be a dentist, you have to know that that's the tribe you're joining. If you want to be a marketer, if you want to be a doctor, you can define your image out of that and the, the good you want to accomplish. And there's the opportunity to talk about your human capital and when you're doing that you really want to think about some tools that you can use along the way to tell people what you're about I say when I work with people in ideation that you want to visit the parts of yourself on your timeline recently I began to use a, a long tape measure so people could see what their lives are like in a timeline so maybe look at different points of your timeline where you think you were showing something that could be a personal brand something powerful about yourself I often tell people to think about a motto I love the motto when you're going through hell keep going that is Winston Churchill's it was motto that he used during World War II. And I shorten it when I'm working with my thesis students. I just keep telling them, keep going. <laughs> They're going through a 
interesting kind of hell as they're going through the last step in climbing the mountain to get their their master's uh, thesis set and done and defended so think about a motto what is the 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 motto that you see out there for yourself a quote uh, could be something that you'd want to use and consistently use that shows who you are so a strength is what I want to project when I say keep going and uh, so I would say part of what I want to show is that I have that kind of ability to just keep recharging myself re-sparking myself so think about that what would your quote be um, it could also be you know it's a motto of someone's but you can come up with your own personal motto actually people who know me know that my motto is I can do anything for an hour which is not my motto it was a colleague a friend of mine Anita Balaban who I uh, taught with many years ago and she helped me through difficult times when I was having difficulty managing my classroom at uh, middle schoolers and she just said Trish say to yourself <laughs> I can do anything for an hour and I usually use that <laughs> even now when I'm not teaching middle school I will return to that uh, so think about ways that you can show your your image that's really what you want to be able to do and when you set that image think about Samuel Goldwyn Mayer he ran a huge Hollywood studio MGM and people respected him and he was so successful and he was successful because he had a motto and his motto was give me the same thing only different <laughs> now what does that mean he was running a major studio and he knew the hits he knew what was working for him in that major studio and so when people would come to pitch to him he'd listen to it okay it's a cowboy movie or okay it's a detective movie and he'd listen to make sure that they were giving him the same thing only different what does it mean it means that that's the human capital right <laughs> you want to present in some way a skill present in some way that you look like you can join the tribe of dentists of financial advisors whatever you're trying to join but you have to give something different and that's a balancing act once you learn that balancing act then you really begin to distinguish yourself and and differentiate yourself I've n lately begun to think about Disney because I think they're such master marketers of course and uh, in thinking about Disney I realized that they were very good at this idea of the same thing only different if you think about the two dogs in the Disney uh, cartoons you've got Goofy and you've got Pluto and they're both dogs right it's the same thing only different and they're there for different reasons so keep that in mind too that you want to make sure that you don't maybe step too far out especially if you're young out of the sight of what it is that you're trying to present as but you want to present as something different when you go for that teaching job <laughs> and let's let's move to promise so after image which I I like to talk to people first about when I'm doing ideation comes the the real foundation of of what marketing is about and a brand and that is the word promise so so a brand promise extends what we say in marketing your positioning how you're seen against others who are like you and it, it extends it in a very unique way through a 
a promise, an offer, something you're going to deliver. It, it's really a tangible piece, a tangible benefit, not just a feature. Think about Goofy and Pluto. Goofy is wearing clothes. Pluto is not wearing clothes. He's wearing a collar. So there are features there that dis that that actually distinguish them. But the real distinguishing factor about those two is that, you know, Goofy is more like a human. And uh, he's talking, you know, Pluto is absolutely different. So it's the, the, the benefit. So why does Mickey like uh, Goofy? Because he's his buddy. And Pluto is Mickey's dog. Also a buddy, but in a different way. So what I'm trying to tell you is, you have to use a promise that helps push this idea of who your image uh, is and what's the benefit of going with you. The easiest way to think about it is the unique brand value that we marketers talk about. Uh, think about coffee. I've said this many, many times. You know, coffee is really coffee. Vodka is vodka. <laughs> it's, it's the idea of give me something that's the same, only different. So those products are tweaked a bit in some way, but for the most part, the value comes from a promise that is different. And I recently heard uh, Maricus Reed, Dr. Maricus Reed from Penn talking about this. And he, he just said, you know, um, think about Tylenol and, and a generic brand. Their active ingredients are the same thing. But if you, buy the Tylenol over the CVS brand, you, you're getting more of a promise out of that. You think that brand is giving you some value that a generic brand is not giving you because the CVS brand hasn't told you as good a story, perhaps, as Tylenol. So what is your brand value going to be? Again, I can come back to uh, a power of three. I like to use the analogy of um, Star Trek. And in Star Trek, there are three characters, right? You've got the captain, Captain Kirk, McCoy, and Spock. And each of them really stands for a different part of marketing. So when I talk to leaders, I say, well, you might even find yourself leading in one of those roles and then incorporating those pieces together successfully. So uh, let's start with Captain Kirk, the spirit of the enterprise, right? just really uh, embodying uh, just that, that in incredible uh, value as captain, a spirited way that he, he gave himself to that job. And in uh, Greek, that's the ethos. And McCoy, the feeling, you know, Dr. McCoy always feeling so compassionate, that's pathos in Greek. And then Dr. Spock, the logic, the reason. So brand, and in your personal brand, you want to combine spirit and feeling and reason, ethos, pathos, and logos. You want to combine them together. You may find yourself leading in a certain way. I think for me, I probably lead more often with a, a, a spirit and, and then inject feeling into it. And then from there, I go to reason. <laughs> but think about how that works for you. Are you Spock? Do you think of your, your brandedness and logic first? 
and then put a lot of spirit into it and then find time for you know developing heart it's something to think about and that's part of the ideation take some notes on on this as we go along ask yourself ethos pathos or locos how do you lead in your brand and then once you've got that brand together how do you show what it is it's it's a result of something so you want to do what michael eisner the disney ceo um, once said you want to show thousands of small gestures and so once you've got the idea of what your brand is and once you know what you're going to promise to someone then you know the result how will people know that they can believe in you so you're gonna have to figure out how to get out there and show that in this digital world very very easy be very careful about marketing yourself so that people don't think you're building an ego because you're really marketing yourself to build connections and you want to do as Seth Godin says you want to I think look at look at your job as a marketer selling yourself uh, to help keep help yourself help people and then help yourself be a better version of who you are so that you can in turn help others to be better versions of themselves so it's uh, it's not extreme marketing or evil marketing uh, marketing and branding on their own are not bad and but they can be used you know there's a term white hat marketing black hat marketing so we know there are plenty of p places where you can get that feeling that you're just being sold to black hat marketing but with white hat marketing more interest in the especially um, the pathos of what you're doing the feeling of what you're doing so make sure you bring that recently I've discovered uh, an, a, a thought leader named Mark Shaler and uh, he really cautions everybody to put a little disruption and innovation into building their their uh, personal brand so people can see that you know that's your your dynamic and that's where change is change is not being in the middle of the road safe it's on the edges and he uses the uh, analogy of El Elvis and Elvis came out you know in the human capital as a singer right but the social capital for Elvis was he really wants to be a change maker. He wants to change music. He, he did. That was his job, to get out there and change music. So Mark says uh, we all need a little Elvis in us, and I know we do. So let me end with trying to uh, recap this ideation session. Do you understand that you have riches about yourself? You've got a skill set, human skill set, but you want to differentiate yourself. So think about the social capital as well as the human capital that you have. And once you start to do that, think about breaking your brand down into three ways, developing your image, making a promise that will show how different you are and the benefit of being with you. And then think of channels digital and analog too i don't want to close this without saying you know we we know we're living in this now fidgetal age where we're looking at physical manifestations of who we are as well as digital so you want to do both so when you're thinking about result where can i show up in real time and online with my brand 
Uh, and you can see mine. <laughs> you can see mine. My power word is spark, and it's everywhere. I think I've already used it a couple of times in this podcast. Uh, I use it in my LinkedIn page. I use it on my Instagram with a hashtag. You know, I, uh, I figure out the, the spark hashtag sometimes, you know, here to spark you. <laughs> uh, is I'm using or just hashtag spark. So I think what I, I want to leave you with is, is that, again, that idea of the circle back to the why we would be doing this. If you are young in your journey through life and career, you know you're going to meet challenges that people my age are not going to meet. You've got to be able to pivot, and I think you've got to know who you are as a human being. You've got to look at the edges of change and see what's changing and how your social capital and your human capital are going to be affected by things like automation, AI, AR, VR. Uh, yeah, don't forget that that's going to impact your brand. And uh, I'd like to give you uh, the benefit again of my power word, which is spark. <laughs> I hope I hope I have I hope I have sparked your interest. And I hope that call that I think I just got <laughs> as I'm doing my podcast lets me know that. I got a client waiting <laughs> and I do I've got to go <laughs> so yeah let me go and spark somebody and hopefully I've sparked you uh, stay tuned uh, for the next podcast Annalie Killian coming at you thanks so much for being part of this podcast with me and um, I'm experimenting as most of you know experimenting and um, we'll see we'll see how this develops Thanks so much for Thanks so much for being with me. Yep. Client waiting. <laughs> Bye-bye.